Welcome to another episode of B2B Nation, the official technology advice podcast for sales and marketing professionals. I'm your host, Chris Kleinfelter, and I recently had the chance to speak with Claire Tassin, a senior executive advisor at CEB. We talked about some of the challenges of small business marketing. We discussed how reaching a large number of small businesses with the right message at the right time is often a difficult task due to the sheer number of small businesses that you want to reach, each needing a different message at a different time. We also talked about how the sales cycle for small businesses is short and how when you do have the opportunity to work with small businesses, they often become super fans of your brand. All in all, this was a really great interview, and uh, without further ado, here's my interview with Claire. Enjoy. Welcome to the B2B Nation, Claire. Thanks for talking with me today. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're, we're really glad you're here today. And, uh, you know, before we get into discussing uh, all things small business marketing, uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit more about your background and what you do at CEB? Sure thing. Happy to. Um, so I've been with CEB for, let's call it nine years now. And for most of that time, I have been with what we call the Marketing to Small Business Leadership Council, which essentially means that for about nine years, I have been steeped in understanding small business owners, why they make buying decisions, um, really the end-to-end small business customer life cycle, developing insights to support our large enterprise and mid-market marketing executives and commercial teams with a lot of strategic guidance um, that's all rooted in customer insight and a lot of best practice research. So I spent uh, most of that time working on our research team, doing a lot of quant, qualitative interviews with small business owners, um, and now I'm spending more of my time in front of our clients, in front of members, understanding what's hard in their world, what their challenges are, and hopefully offering some good insight and recommendations <laughs> to uh, that'll help them grow and, and know it's going to work for their small business customers. Well, there's no doubt you offer a lot of great insight. I can I can certainly assure everyone of that. But but you know, from what I understand, you're involved with both the Marketing to Small Business Leadership Council and the Content Marketing Run. Uh, could you give us a quick snapshot of what each of those things is, and then uh, you know what kind of overlap do you see between those two areas? Sure thing. So the Marketing to Small Business Group, um, like I mentioned, is really just a, a a group within CEB that looks at end-to-end what works and what doesn't if, if you're a large enterprise company marketing to small businesses. The content marketing run is sort of a bigger picture thing that we're seeing across the sales and marketing universe at CEB, looking at that from a number of different angles, um, looking you know well outside of the small business market for that as well. But of course, we've got to know uh, what in content marketing is going to work for small business owners. And that's really where I come into that intersection. From that larger perspective, CEB for a number of years now has been looking at, you know, going beyond thought leadership, what kind of real commercial insights are going to drive value for brands producing content for their B2B customers. Um, and from our perspective, I guess in my world it's a little bit lucky, but content marketing that's specifically for small businesses, um, it's still pretty nascent. It's, it's a, at least compared to larger B2B, large enterprise and other segments. So we get the benefit within the small business group at sort of observing and hearing what other councils at CEB are talking about when we're digging in on the topic. 
Um, so we're seeing, you know, there, there's a lot of consistent overlap. There's some differences and there's some, some a lot of overlap. Uh, the similarities is that content, no matter where it's coming from and no matter who it's going to, really it needs to teach the customer something new. It needs to challenge their um, preconceptions and, and hopefully and ultimately differentiate that brand in the market. Uh, but we know that that's a big ask and that's a, that's a tall challenge to, to stand against. So, um, and what we're seeing specifically in the small business space is there's a push from a lot of brands to sort of be this be-all, end-all portal for guidance about all things you need in running a small business, right? Because running a small business is hard. And, and typically someone will get into running a business to do what their business does and not necessarily to learn like how to do business taxes, um, unless you're an accountant, right? So we're seeing um, initially with content marketing in the small business space, we're seeing a lot of brands going after this like business resource center approach. Um, but the problem is that the more people do that, the more we're all talking about the exact same thing, regardless of, of what kind of company we are. And yeah, it, it's always like this great intent and it's, it's coming from a really good place of, of wanting to offer helpful guidance and information to small businesses but the problem is that the messages are really starting to blur together, right? So everyone's drowning each other out and the small business owners are also what we found this year are not able to attribute authorship or credit essentially for that content to any supplier or to any company. So right now we're really focused in the small business world on spending a lot of time helping our members to um, better understand their own customers and how their customers are consuming content, how they're interacting with that content, and then how to differentiate their own brands using the content that they are producing so that it's valuable for both the small business customer as well as for the brand that's producing it. So that last part uh, that you said specifically where small businesses, uh, there, there's so much to do. There's so so many things to do, and there's usually not a lot of hands to do everything. Uh, understanding your customer can, without uh, necessarily any fault to anyone, can come uh, can be something that goes on the, the back burner uh, because there's so many other things you have to figure out uh, if, if you're trying to scale and grow. Uh, it's just a really interesting point you made. And, you know, w there's different challenges for different marketers who are approaching. Enterprise has, its, you know, its unique set of challenges. Small business has its unique set of challenges. So as someone who really focuses on small businesses, what are the biggest challenges marketers who target small businesses are facing today? What are some of those challenges? I mean, it, it, exactly what you just said is, is a huge part of it, right? It's not easy. Um, small businesses are extremely busy with their own customers. Um, they're obviously, you know, if you're trying to get it, I look at it as our, our members and really any marketer targeting the small business segment is trying to attract a small business customer, but that requires taking a break from that small business owner, spending time with their own customers, building their own business, running their own business, and they don't have a lot of hands to get these jobs done. So when our job is ultimately to almost take, take that time and attention, or I should say earn that time and attention to get their message across, that's a really, really high bar, right? So, um, and this is like, I mean, in, in all cases, no matter what segment you're targeting, customers are busier and busier and there's more and more information and noise and competition in the market. Um, 
from our members' perspective, we're seeing our small business prospects and customer response rates to messaging and campaigns just declining year over year as well. So breaking through is becoming increasingly more challenging. Um, And another piece of this is that in the world of a small business owner, there's an enormous importance of word of mouth, right? So there's a lot of skepticism among small business owners because um, part of it's because, you know, when you're making really big decisions and big changes in a small business, it's a high stakes game. Even if for a large enterprise, it doesn't seem like a huge purchase for a small business, it can be a make or break. Um, so most of those customers are not going to make are not going to make a purchase without advice or input from a peer, from another owner, from someone in their network. So tapping into what we call that world of small business influence, those sort of organic conversations and recommendations, is really tough. But it's something that we see content having a big role in to help influence and at least get our our message into those more natural conversations to help inform those customers when they are facing these really critical moments in in their own small business journeys. So you've touched on this a little bit, but I'd be curious to hear what strategies you have seen marketers use to better target smaller buying groups and smaller companies, even single decision makers. Yeah, so in a small business, more often than not, it really is truly a single decision maker. It's the business owner is is calling the shots for this. Um, For businesses that are a little bit bigger, you might have a key employee. Um, A lot of times it's an office manager or someone else who's wearing a lot of hats, much like the owner is. Like Sometimes it's like literally a sales guy who happens to also be really good with IT. Like that's a very common structure of just personal expertise influencing business purchases was talking to a business owner yesterday who was like, oh, yeah, my accountant's uh, husband is also kind of like does RIT on the side. And it's just like that's typically the way things work. So that is, that's all to say that um, everyone in a small business owns a lot of different responsibilities. And we're starting to see companies um, effectively target the employees or what we'll call insiders within a small business, even going beyond the owner. Um, so that's one avenue where we've seen, um, you know, sort of navigating that, whether that be multiple stakeholders or multiple buyers or the single decision maker question, we're seeing more sophisticated capabilities to target more individuals within a small business. We're also seeing um, much more sophisticated persona development, and that's all really driven from a better understanding of not only sort of what their customer looks like, but what their motivations are and why a customer is buying a new service for their business. So we see companies um, who have that really strong understanding of their customers' motivations built into their personas are doing a fantastic job specifically of demonstrating that they understand the needs and the pain points of a small business customer and then can, of course, position their solutions accordingly. Um, The last piece of that is in just respecting the fact that small business owners are really busy and that when they do need something, they usually need it ASAP. So what we're seeing is more resourcing and enablement of customers to self-discover crucial information pre-purchase 
and, and by that I mean we're seeing companies who are winning with small businesses right now are really respecting the fact that small business owners do an, an enormous amount of independent research that often happens outside of what we would term standard business hours. They're doing it when their customers aren't necessarily trying to get their attention. So supporting that independence, um, offering a lot of resources to customers that can help um, offer that expertise and support, maybe from maybe not necessarily from a conversation with a salesperson, but can also come from online tools that are helping to build the customer's confidence that they're making really good decisions for their own businesses. That also, of course, helps to drive conversion. So when we find companies are, are showing that good customer understanding, they're setting up really strong customer relationships that will grow in the long term. Gosh, I mean, we're hearing more and more, uh, you know, bigger companies using buying groups, uh, you know, uh, rather than just a single decision maker. Uh, so, I mean, across the board, people don't want to have just a sole decision on themselves. If you're a small business, I can only imagine uh, how difficult sometimes those decisions would be to make, especially when you're responsible for this smaller group of people. You know all these people really well. Um, gosh, I can only imagine the pressure that would create. I mean, it's just it's just really fascinating to hear your thoughts on that. Um, so, hey, let's let's look into the crystal ball here for a moment. Uh, you know, what do you think small business marketing is going to look like in, let's say, the next five years? Yeah, um, great question. And you know what you just said is completely spot on. It's a it's a tough market to hit, especially knowing it's, it can be so informal in those relationships. But even with that said, we're seeing better and better uh, technology that can support good customer data that can enable. Um, and to really answer your question with my you know my crystal ball that sits on my desk, I'm very lucky to have one. Um, personalization in small business is something that we're starting to see ramp up. I'm getting a lot more questions about personalization, even in the last few months here, as companies are looking at. MarTech investment um, and what that's what the implications are for really that, that more customized customer view. And I know personalization can mean a lot of different things to different marketers, right? Um, but as we're seeing the technology evolve and we're seeing the capability to deliver a much more tailored experience, a more tailored message. Um, so, for example, being able to target businesses based on their own unique industry considerations or their size considerations or if it's behaviorally based, if we know, you know, based on a series of predictive factors that this customer is likely to need this thing at this moment, we can get much better about having the right message in front of the right customer at the right time. That's, it's hard, though, because like the data integration challenge is massive there, um, but it's where we're starting to see companies go. We're, we're starting to see some really forward-thinking companies getting there quickly. Um, so I'm really excited to see how this is going to benefit not only marketers who are targeting the segment, but business owners who will also start to see more content and messages that are uniquely applicable to their circumstances at the right time. Um, and then that's going to be mutually beneficial for everyone involved in the conversation. So that makes me think uh, of, of an interesting question here for you. Um, so, you know, when you're going after bigger accounts, you, it's easier to craft a, a consistent message or understand your, your audience because it's, it's a bigger account. So if you're working with smaller businesses, have you found that it's more challenging to uh, get that you know, message in the right place at the right time for smaller accounts because there's just more of them and there's maybe less consistency among the specific messages that you need to have or there's just more messages that you need to have in front of a bigger audience even though the, the businesses are smaller? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big tension, what you just articulated, and for your selling to a smaller customer, we, we look at small business as a segment in and of itself, but there's an enormous diversity of types of types of businesses within that who are all going to have different needs at different times. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure you can imagine their sales cycles tend to be shorter than a typical, than a large enterprise, because when a small business owner is going to give us their well-earned time and attention, so they're going to take time away from a customer, it's typically going to be to resolve a need that's pretty urgent. So we see a really short window that we have to make an impact with that customer when they are in that ready to buy phase. So it's an enormous challenge to get the right message to the right small business customer specifically because there's more of them, like you said. It's harder to know what's going going on in their businesses, as you said. So knowing it's it's nearly impossible in current days. I say nearly very intentionally because it can be done, but it's really hard to know, let's say, a customer – a small business just got a huge new account and they've got to staff it and they've got to buy some new things to, to serve that as their business is growing really quickly. It's from, from an external perspective, it's hard to know when those things happen. So we've got some tactics, of course, uh, that we offer to our members to help work around that and to help understand that. Um, but it's so well worth it because I, I also get the chance to do a lot of focus groups and individual interviews with small business owners and, you know, we say, you know, it's a huge market. It's it's a hard market to target. But when you get it right, these customers become like super fans of their suppliers who get this really right and show that they understand them. So they're also like some of the, they're going to be your best brand advocates, even for an enterprise company. Um, they're going to be the ones who are recommending you to all of their peers. They become extremely loyal customers. They're they're incredible fans and advocates for the brands that they really like. So and that has enormous power to to grow and and spread your message among their peers and their own networks. So when we get it right, we get it. It works really well. But you're right; it it, it is challenging to target this segment, knowing that it's a it's a short attention span. It's tough to earn their attention. It's a short sales cycle. Fascinating insight there. And uh, to our listeners, I hope that was, uh, to me, that was a very hopeful answer that uh, it can be done and it can be done really well. And when it is, there's a, a really clear reward where you do get a lot of uh, users who are going to stick around with you for a while. And that's uh, that's always a huge win and kind of the goal at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, hey, let's switch gears here now uh, and talk a little bit about the CEB Sales and Marketing Summit coming up. Uh, what are some sessions that you're most looking forward to at this year's event? Oh, great question. Um, it's hard to pick because it is a pretty packed agenda, but I'm excited <laughs> yeah. I get to go this year again. Um, the big theme that we're looking at, for anyone who's not familiar, is customer understanding, um, which is clearly something that's important to me in the small business space. I really built my career on it. But I'm really excited to get the wider perspective because the conference is, of course, not just small business. We'll be looking across markets there. Um, so there's a couple of sessions that I know are highlighted on my agenda. Um, I know Brent Adamson is doing a couple sessions on rethinking customer understanding. So those will be some of our kickoffs for a few of the days talking about how we need to rethink how we get that, how we really understand our customers' needs and, and what kind of jobs our customers are trying to get done. Um, couple others that I've highlighted for, for my own interest, and I hope if you've got some similar interest to me, you'd be at Carlos Guerrero's session on building a B2B market insight capability. Um, in my group, we do a lot of uh, market insight on behalf of our members now, but I'm always curious to hear how other 
organizations are finding new and, and better ways to understand their buyers. And then there's also a session on changing buyer behavior early and mid-funnel that Michael McCune is presenting. Um, and of course, this is something that's going to matter no matter what segment you're targeting with customers just doing more and more learning on their own, like we talked about. And it can be really overwhelming. So I'm really curious to hear more um, on that session as well as to how we can you know, help move them forward in the conversation is, is going to be really interesting. So looking, to another great, looking forward to another great year here for the summit. To our listeners, uh, if you were on the fence about going or if you are going, um, goodness, there's just so many great sessions to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thank you, Claire, for outlining some of those. And sure. and honestly, Claire, this has been a wonderful look into small business marketing. It's, it's challenging. It's rewarding. Um, so many amazing things we covered today. Uh, I know our listeners got a lot of value out of that. Uh, where can our listeners find out more about you and CEB? Uh, great question. So if you had, uh, if you're looking up for some more information about CEB and what we can offer from that small business perspective as well as others, head to cebglobal.com and uh, take a look there. You can click into the sales and marketing portion of the site, get a sense of how we're supporting our members in that space. If you're looking just to connect with me, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Claire Tassin is the name. It's, uh, it's in my handle, so feel free to catch me there. I'm happy to uh, answer more questions about targeting small businesses. All right. Well, thank you again so much, Claire, for joining me today. And thanks, as always, to our listeners for following along. Uh, This episode was recorded at the Technology Advice Podcast Studio in Nashville, Tennessee. To listen to more episodes of B2B Nation, check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And to learn more about the show, you can find us on Twitter at technology underscore ADV or online at technologyadvice.com. Thanks for listening.